I'm going to keep that in. I actually started recording right when you admitted that. Okay. Um, Perfect. That's, that's really bad timing on your part. <laughs> Hello, everyone. <laughs> Welcome to the show. Uh, it, it, it's first time I'm here. It's going to be a great episode. <laughs> it's going to be a great episode. We've, we've both researched so much. Uh, no, I, uh, we're here with Sam Sheehan, and I, I feel like I can speak for Sam in saying that the reason you probably didn't look into this one as much is because it is so memorable. Um, yes. Hard, hard to forget this one. Uh, this is chapter four of uh, Danganronpa 2. And uh, I got to say, uh, one of the more uh, one of the most like twisty and turny chapters, maybe the most twisty and turny chapter we've seen so far in this game uh, yeah. series. Yeah. I mean, this is so uh, this is where like the series like really just starts. Like I, I've told you this before. I told you this last week. This is the start of like a really excellent run for like Kaz that spans like multiple games, like his next five chapters, he's just knocking them out, out of the park, like one right after the other. And this is the start. Um, next week's, uh, well, next week's, the next episode that we do will be what is universally considered the best chapter in Danganronpa two, five. But I think two, four is, um, yeah, like one of one of the best like non ending chapters. And it's a great chapter. And I, I think that that is almost in spite of how completely fucking convoluted everything <laughs> he walks it, us through to get us to that point. It's so funny because like yeah. even in the in the trial, like when I got towards the end of the trial and they were like, OK, so let's work out how the fun house works. I was like, OK, let's just do this as quickly as possible. Like, I don't. I don't want to talk about how the funhouse works. I think I understand how the funhouse works. Can we just get to like, can we get to a point where I don't have to to answer that anymore? Um, as much as like, and I loved learning about how the funhouse works, but like, Kaz correctly is like, okay, they're gonna have some big questions about how the funhouse works. Yeah. <laughs> like, I've, this isn't how to handle it, brother. To- yeah, to- tone it back. I would have, I would have loved to have been in the Spike Chunsoft thing when he's like, he's like drawing up. He's like, okay, so for this trial, I'm gonna need like 19 graphics to explain how <laughs> this uh, this fucking funhouse uh, works. So. Uh, you know, just uh, hop in, um, and uh, we're just going to design all of these like Tron. I mean, <laughs> draw draw them up like a map. Um, draw two maps, and then what I'm going to have you do is do like a ton of variations on those maps. Uh, not in the way you think, though. Uh, okay. One of those variations, a giant, uh, like a take this take this picture of the black forest that I got for you. Uh, and now, now draw that, and now draw the same tower I told you to. Okay, so um, Mr. Kadaka, quick question: um, We see here that um, on this one, you said you wanted a picture that's just um, trees and a castle. Yeah, yeah, that's correct. Um, so, what you want them to like click on the trees? Yeah, um, that's correct. Um, but like, isn't that a little confusing when you can see part of the wall and maybe they think that's the other part of the funhouse, um, <laughs> and then they wouldn't know what to click on? No, 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 no. It's good. Just put that in the game. People will like that. I need, I need there, to, I need there to be some question about, you know, like why this is specific because, like, I don't want, I don't want people to just guess. Mm-hmm. Um, I, so we're gonna have them click on two things. Okay, what are those two things gonna be? Well, the one has to indicate it's high. So. Uh, the trees, because it's above the trees. <laughs> Got it. Okay. And then there's a second thing. Yeah, the second thing's the sky to indicate that it's high. It's above the trees. <laughs> oh, no. Uh. <laughs> so, uh, as Trevor and I are getting at here, this is um, ch- chapter four is uh, there's there's a lot of frustrating parts. There's um, probably the longest setup in any Danganronpa chapter, I would think, to a murder. I'm, off the top of my head, I think oh, this is maybe the lo- so far. M- Maybe the longest chapter in all the games. It's, in fact, I'm pretty sure that's true. So. It is massive. I, I, yeah. I finished it up last night, um, and I was like, oh, you know, I could knock this out. And I did, but, like, it was it was such a funny instance where I was like, oh, yeah, this should be fine. Like, I have... I have the time to do this. I'll just I'll just do it now. So like you know I'm I'm I feel like really ready to to record tomorrow, and like I was like okay I I I found the the body uh, I'm I'm pretty much I'm almost through with the investigation I think, and then it's just the trial and like one I was not almost done with the investigation <laughs> as it turns out, and two the trial was also massive I mean like 
and it was really good. It's just it's so funny how many things are thrown at the wall in this one. Um, and like just, just the the, yeah. the level the level of setup in it, like <laughs> the just, fact that you're kidnapped it's it's wild yeah and just the amount of well, well there's all of that and then the fact that like he still kind of lands the plane and yeah. like this like this chapter is like one of the most effective like I I think in terms of like non end trials. Like, like non-end game trials, like this is as emotionally impactful as like the other trials to date that have done this, which is Sayaka offing herself, um, the um, the really brutal um, like chapter one of Danganronpa one. And um, or sorry, Sakura offing herself. And then I was then, like, um, Sayaka. Uh, uh, I was like that's and, a um, really, and, uh, really interesting way you understand suicide in this. I'm yes, gonna, I'm gonna wait. I'm gonna, I'm gonna let Sayaka. Well, in a We're way, see what she did. She did do a really roundabout suicide. Um, <laughs> but um, I, I the we did end up. Uh, but, but this one, uh, spoiler alert for those of you uh, waiting to play Chapter Four. Uh, Three, two, one. We did get um, our best boy Gundam, um, who is you know also a fan favorite. I don't think I think he's probably the most charismatic murderer we've had. He's, to like, date. he's a very funny murderer. Like there's yeah, there's something. One of the things that happens with with Gundam at the end of this trial is mm-hmm. um, is that he uh, is that he like he, he basically at one point I think it's Fuyuhiko's like it's either Fuyuhiko or. or uh, has uh, yeah. who's like, who's like, stop talking, like, like, don't stop, like, hiding behind your stupid big words, like, be, be a real person, and he never does, mm-hmm. and it's like, on some level, that's just who Gundam is, <laughs> like, he's just yeah. a, he's just a guy who's like, yeah, um, this guy who's like, yeah, like, I, I'm the ultimate breeder, but also I am a demon from hell, and I am in my own comic book, and. We, we, we've we've talked about this a lot about how like um you know, the the hyperbole of stereotypes that like Kaz like kind of lives in and like you know Gundam Tanaka like right there that's like a, a very funny because that's like you know the most plain name in the world like it doesn't translate super well because we don't know that Tanaka is like a crazy common name but it's like Smith or Johnson mm-hmm. you know right. so, so it's like uh, it's like Rambo s- Smith yeah exactly it's like yeah it's like being named yeah Rambo Smith exactly so <laughs> you know Gundam does kind of exist at this like larger than life this weeaboo like you know um he would be Naruto running if he were like on recess. He would be like doing all of all of these, yeah, you, you know, over the top things. But then he also has his like love for animals and like his role as like the breeder, which is like really his kind of his grounding foundation. And I think that this chapter is more about because because this chapter is the most direct Monokuma's ever been with a like a killing motivation too. like this is like the um this is probably the most dire and like the most understandable of like the motives that we've gotten to date where like everyone's just gonna fucking die <laughs> if somebody um, doesn't yeah. kill someone. Yeah, it's like I feel like one of the reasons this chapter is so Weird and like weird in a good way, but like mm-hmm. so full and so like like uh, full is the right word for it. Is there are so many competing um <clears throat> like motivations given to the player, and not all by Monokuma. The big one mm-hmm. is given by Monokuma, which is that they're they're trapped in the funhouse and they have no food, so they 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 begin to starve, which is like not an exciting thing to watch. Uh, it's, it's very sad. Um, mm-hmm. But you also get like you get the motivation of like, OK, we all need to go on the roller coaster. And Kazuichi's like, I hate roller coasters. And it's like, well, I'm sorry, but we need information on the future foundation. <laughs> so yeah. you're going to need to you're going to need to go on this ride. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's like there's the motivation of like respect that comes up a lot because you find out that in this chapter uh, that uh, Hajime is a member of the reserve course of students. He, he does not have an ultimate talent. Oh, mm. so so Nagato tells us here. I feel like there's a little bit of doubt sewed <laughs> as far as that goes, mm. but uh, maybe, maybe I'm just reading too much into uh, the the well, parts where Nagato looks at the camera and laughs uh, conspiratorially. He 
so this is Nagito's like coming out party because like up to this point, like Nagito has been like introduced as like everyone loves Nagito. He's the, our favorite little sicko. He's always um, doing something like goofy and silly and just being a hope terrorist. But <laughs> this is where he he gets sassy. Like oh, Nagito yeah. has like he he turns the corner because of what he. We don't totally know what he found. He found the record that, like, gives him full. Now he can neg Hajime while he flirts with him. Um, so, like, really he, opening he the door. Yeah. I didn't, <laughs> I didn't understand about. Uh, I didn't understand about the um, the whole bisexual uh, or, or, or pansexual Nagito thing until this chapter where I was like, OK, First off, if you finish out your, uh, I don't, I don't know if you can do more free time events with them after this. So I'm glad I finished them out. Mm-hmm. But uh, I finished out my free time events with Nagito, and at the end, he's like, "I just love you, particularly the hope you have." <laughs> it's like, mm-hmm. it's yeah. after he tells you he has a brain tumor, and then tells you he was just kidding. Uh, <laughs> just so powerful to do. <laughs> he rules. It's like it's like a, 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 I've told this story a million times. Uh, so sorry to everyone who's heard it, but there was a. A Padres Brewers game I watched a long time ago, and Bob Euchre, uh, the the famous announcer, who if you don't like baseball, uh, he's the Brewers color uh, commentator, a former catcher, but he also was in um, he was in uh, why am I forgetting the name of the most famous baseball movie ever, uh, the one with Wild Thing and uh, the the, Cle- the <laughs> Cleveland team, uh, oh, Major League. Uh, he was in Major League as an announcer. Um, <laughs> so, uh, but he. <laughs> There was a, an at-bat where Ryan Braun hit a uh, the former brewer. Ryan Braun hit a massive home run against this building called, like, I don't know, like Pacific Steel or something like that. Uh, I believe it was in uh, San Diego. And Euchre starts, you know, going on about Pacific Steel. So it's an interesting thing about Pacific Steel is, you know, it was a company in 1941 that uh, manufactured uh, plates for the, for the you know, the the submarines that were going out and fighting German U-boats um, and then changed his name to Pacific Steel because it redirected its its efforts to the the war in the Pacific. Like, this massive story, like, historical stuff. Must have been, like, a minute and a half. And as he rounds it off, he just he just says, and all of what I just told you is a lie. <laughs> like, just, like, fantastic. Like, like on the floor laughing, just perfect way to, to like, spend an at-bat while baseball is going on, just listening to this man lie to me. Um, and that's Nagito to me in, in the free time events where he's just basically tells you the most sad story of his life. And he's like, but actually none of that's true. <laughs> yeah, he's, 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 he's just kind of a king. I mean, so, so this, um, Chapter, um, to the best of my recollection, because as we've covered, I, I didn't. Uh, I, I mostly just went through the trial to kind of uh, give myself a refresher. But uh, you know, they're brought onto the amusement park island. Um, Nekamaru is normal. Um, he's regular. He's um, he's he's the same guy he's always been. Why would you say that? He um, can just make soda come out of his eyes, and that's cool. Yeah, he's just he's a normal, regular guy. Um, so, so I think that's another thing about this one that kind of throws everything off is because like the um, this one feels way more surreal than all the other ones because Nekamaru just returns as a robot, which is like one of the most extreme bits of, uh, let's say reality bending that Kaz ever like <laughs> brings into the games. Yes. Oh, oh yeah, absolutely. And I think like, yeah, the one thing that doesn't quite land it in this chapter is when Hajime tries to like have gravitas about that, where he's like Nekamaru, he, he must've been so upset being a robot, but still, you know, loved life even in his new robot body. <laughs> it's like, okay, yeah. man, like, you don't, you can eulogize it, but maybe, maybe don't worry too much about like how his robot body indicates the <laughs> the triumph yeah. of folks. Right, right, right. So this, I, I think. So I distinctly remember playing this one and getting to the part where they're going into that little like mechanism, like to to like go between the halls. That, uh, you know, they thought uh, was like a, a shuttle car. 
and like Kazuichi was like supposed to fix it. And I was like, finally, Kazuichi is going to be the murderer and I'm going to get this motherfucker out of my game. Yeah, <laughs> so, yeah. I was so annoyed with Kazuichi and I was so I was sure mad. it was Ka- Kazuichi was so the whole mad time. At him when he, it, like, it really was one of those moments where like, you know, you, you see the red herring and it's always the person you hate the most. And Kazuichi's like, I was like, ah, he hate, yeah. he thinks I'm the traitor because he doesn't know anything about me. He's mean to me. I don't like him. Mm-hmm. And then, and then when it was like, when it was in the trial, at the point of the trial, I was like, I bet he didn't do it. <laughs> oh, no, he didn't do it. There's no way he did it. Ah. Oh, shoot. God damn I, it. I did like how he became uh, in the trial. You realize that Sonya, for some reason, has feelings for Gundam um, and uh, it is taken by him. Uh, mm. and, and Kazuichi hates this and begins mm. to be ignored by Sonya. And then by the end of the uh, trial, he is uh, sexually gratified by being ignored and asks her to call him a, a stinky little pig. Uh, <laughs> it's, it, it's pretty the, cool. The triumph, the triumph of being horny in any situation is yeah. is, is the story of the Kazuichi. Cuck. Yeah, the, the, the Kazuichi finishes his transformation into being cucked by a dead man. Um, <laughs> so true. So great. Um, I I do love. Um, there's there's some really good if uh, any listeners want to check it out. There's some really good uh, 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 Virgin Kazuichi, the Virgin Kazuichi, uh, Str- the Chad uh, Gundam <laughs> things about <laughs> why why one is better than the other. Um, if you uh, want to seek those out, but anyway, um, <laughs> I, I, I I can't I. It, what a what a nightmare problem for Sonya to have to pick between Kazuichi and Gundam. I mean, at least the, Gundam seems like he would be confident in himself and like interested yeah. to date Gundam. Uh, well, that's that's the thing. Like Gundam's actually because I don't I I'm not sure if I told you this, but the Danganronpa three one half of it is a prequel. To oh, nice. Okay, great. D- Danganronpa this is 2. Danganronpa 3 is the anime, right? Yeah, Danganronpa 3 is the anime. V3 is the third game. So in Danganronpa 3 takes place um, entirely like after the end of one half of it takes after place after the end of one and one half of it takes place um, before two, uh, which mm. is. Yeah, so. You get to see you get to see everyone in school, like all okay. of the the Dengen, the Danganronpa two kids in except in, Hajime, who is just in the. I, you don't have to tell me where Hajime is. I'm sure there's going to be something that I don't Haj- hear. But I do I do like she's the, idea the reserve of course because he's just in he's just he's on in the, the reserve bench. course. Yeah, he's in, he's in the reserve course. Um, that so that's so that's the first thing I want to talk about is kind of how. Um, because I like this because this is the first time this comes up where, you know, we see Nagito as sort of this hyperbole of like the extreme adoration of talent and the hope that comes with it, you know, because that, that was sort of the like he he's a perversion of all of the ideas of the first game. Mm-hmm. Like, essentially, yeah. I think at the end of this chapter, Monokuma even says something like that when he's like having a one on one with Nagito. He says to him that he reminds him you he reminds me of him. Yeah. Right, like which is and, clearly supposed to be Makoto. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the color scheme is the same. Like we've we've been over essentially the, the last yeah. the last name is the same, right? Yeah, it's essentially. Like there's there's so many things that are just like it's very clear what Kaz. I mean, they're, they're the same voice actor in both games. So um, good, so yeah. good. So it's it's very it's it's like a very funny thing to do. But um, I do think. Like what's interesting about this is how he regards Hajime once Hajime is like revealed to be like part of the chaff, mm-hmm. um, and and I think that's like an interesting interplay because like you know it brings Hajime back to that kind of outsider status that Makoto was in at the beginning of the game, but it's like working right. in reverse. You know what I'm saying? Like like you're. Like, Makoto didn't feel like he belonged at the beginning of the game, but kind of works his way into being part of the group. Like, as this game goes along, Hajime is, like, discovering, like, he's isolated a little bit more and more. Like, and he's, like, a little weird and fucked up and, like, maybe doesn't really belong here. And and that's sort of hammered home by, like, the way Nagito treats him, who's, like, sort of, like, the gatekeeper for, like, what's good. And, like, you know, he's sort of a... (laughs) 
you know, sort he's sort of the stand in for like the gaze of society where like you want to look at these like talented people and see the hope in them that they can save us. I mean, I think that's why there's like that weird cult, cult of personality around like Elon Musk is because like you don't understand that this is just like a, a dumbass who like inherited all this money from like mines and then like bought Tesla company and then like tricked everyone <laughs> into like just doing like a like a crazy I think they like literally think he's fucking Tony Stark and he's like he he literally invented the SpaceX like <laughs> satellite link and all this stuff. It's like wow he's saving us. And I love imagining I, I love imagining the uh, oh that's that's pretty funny. Someone uh <laughs> someone put Nagato in uh Ace Attorney. In, uh, uh, in Edgeworth's uh, place. Oh, yeah. Cool. Yeah, there's um, a ton of really good stuff like that. <laughs> but, I, I mean, just, like, some of his voice lines in terms of... Uh, um, <laughs> in terms of just having them be Elon Musk quotes. I mean, killing someone for the sake of despair instead of for the sake of hope. There's no way I can take... I can forgive that. Yes, yes. <laughs> it's... Yeah, there's somebody, like, funny. And he... They, they give him the, the frustrated face, but he's got the spinny eyes, which is so funny. It's like, his, his, his silly little eyes. But I just did think... You know like, that, wait, can I can I say, did you should, know that Nikito is in a show called Mai-kun? Uh, no. I, I have no idea. I don't know what that is, but apparently he shows up in, in a later season of it. Uh, Nikito Kameda. Um... The, the the character we all love shows up in a an unrelated anime. What the fuck, really? Yeah, Adventures of My Kun. Uh, let's see. He's, my uh, love story with Yamada Kun. Is that the? Uh, it's an American computer animated crossover television television series, spun off from the My Kun films created by GOG and Taylor Grodin. So true. I had a uh, Cartoon Network. It's bizarre. I, I believed for a long time that um, Nagito shows up at the end of Ready Player One, um, and he was on screen. I never <laughs> saw on, the no I way. never saw I never saw the movie, but like everyone said it was true, and it turns out it was just like a meme online that like. But apparently, Chiaki and Nagito were supposedly that was like the the bit, and I really believed it for like years and years that like Nagito was at the end of Ready Player One. <laughs> That's really funny. I, I love I love the fact that they like they tricked you. Yeah. In, like, in the thing that you wanted the most. Mm-hmm. Oh, God, Man, I he's, wish. Like, he's in it. He's in a show along with Baymax and uh, Toon Link. Really? And, uh, let's see. Uh, uh, who else? Jack B. Nimble. Jeez, uh, mm-hmm. this is bizarre. Uh, Rocket, maybe Rocket Raccoon. Jack from Jack and Daxter is in it. No. This sounds like a, a Andy Samberg voice of someone. <laughs> Yeah. We're gonna have to watch this now. Um, <laughs> we're gonna have to check it out. We're gonna have we're gonna have to watch this. We're gonna have to make sure that we uh, we understand the minor uh, appearance in me. <laughs> have you have you played uh, Undertale? I have. Yes. Okay. So so that's like the most common thing is like editing Nagito and Sans to like oh, be like each fun. other. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, yeah yeah. So um. But but anyway, I, I do think that like Nagito like. To, to kind of get into like what Kaz is doing here is like there, there's kind of, you know, it, it, even though Nagito is like an outsider himself, everyone like treats him like he's, you know, he's just, just some psycho. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, like yeah, yeah. The, the way he turns on you in this chapter is like genuinely unsettling. Like, it is. It, like, yeah. I think one of the reasons it's so unsettling is because, like, mm-hmm. he's not turning on you in a way that he's, like, finally... It, it, like, you're used to being turned on as a kid or in the Danganronpa games when, like, someone's like, hey, I think... It, like, that happened in the first trial in Danganronpa 1 mm-hmm. where you've uh, you've found out that... Uh, you've, you found that uh, the Leon's the killer. And then Leon's like, well, maybe Makoto's the killer. Um, mm-hmm. Like that that turnabout with kids and, and teens is very normal where it's like, oh, I can turn on you and become popular or well-liked. And like Nikito's betrayal or, or distaste here is has no um, – it has like no utility. It's just he, he, he is legitimately disgusted with you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that's the thing is it's like he's just it, it, it's something, you know, there's a lot of things going on here. It's like the unsettling nature of like being in this like weird fun house and like everyone's starving to death 
and like it's like a there's like a thing about the day in day out routine of everyone just kind of not really knowing what to do and Nikito turned oh by the way the other thing that's very funny here is uh Nikito is like one of the only like playable characters like the fact that you're playable as Nikito for a little bit of this I chapter is I love very it so funny. much yeah. absolute absolute Makoto vibes fantastic yeah. <laughs> per- perfect section um <laughs> I also love him uh, doing Russian roulette and pulling the trigger five times. <laughs> no, it's, it's even better. He, he brings five bullets. <laughs> oh, that's what it is. Yeah. So he like, he's like, he's like, well, that hardly seems like it's very helpful. Um, I did appreciate that uh, some editor at some point was like, hey, if we um, if we're going to introduce this idea of getting a, a prize for finishing the uh, the uh, the the. What is it called? The something dead room? Yeah, the final dead room. Final dead room. Called. Yeah. Um, and, and getting to the octagon, and Nagito gets the prize of all the information about Daigarapa 1 and um, the book of everyone's identities. We're going to have to explain why Gundam doesn't get that. <laughs> and the reason is because uh, Monokuma has uh, set a, uh, a difficulty level and prize uh, scale. Uh, to the to the living to the final dead room, which is very cool. <laughs> that was very. That was a very. That was also like a very funny thing. But it, it I, I like that. Um, I mean, I mean, that was like very funny to like have Nagito like find something that like kind of, you know, that that adds the mystery. Because I, I like that whenever they like. Uh, this is like them sort of like or Kaz like finally peppering in like real mainline story stuff kind of ramping up like um, and that's something that's always like really good about the end end of the games is like mm-hmm. you get more of that like final story and it just becomes like more satisfying yeah for sure than like waiting for like okay who's gonna die what's the thing yada yada you know like the, the procedure here you know like because usually by chapter three and four, you've like fi- you know who everyone is. You've kind of figured it out, and that's what usually why chapter three is kind of drag so much. Like, and then chapter four is when they start kind of like putting in some of the story stuff. But yeah, chapter three is where they have to they have to thin the thin the class a little bit because like it, it would be <laughs> difficult to do the story stuff with everyone, right? That's um, true. Yeah, I mean, I do I do think it's interesting the way they handle it here because like you know in, in the first game it was about. Um, access being denied you because it wasn't the time. Like it was a trust exercise in a certain way. Um, and, and that, that's fine. Like that, that sort of like that worked in this instance, like the stuff Nagito keeps from you is just being kept from you because that's how he wants to play the game. Mm-hmm. And like it, it is, it's very off putting, especially if you played the first game, because he, he even points out, he's like, Hey, look at all these similarities between the cases in the first and second killing games. Um, mm-hmm. And then initially, like, I mean, for me anyway, it's like I'm thinking, well, the similarity in terms of Nikito as the holder of information um, is is not quite the same <laughs> as in the first game. This is much right. more sort of sinister and weird and arbitrary. Yeah, yeah. And I, I think that, you know, something else about this one, I I guess I was just so thrown by it being Gundam because like you know the motivations of it being Gundam don't really make sense until like after the trial and then they make like a lot of sense just in terms of like the themes of like okay this is survival you know like and like I'm the ultimate breeder I deal a lot with animals and like the most sacred thing to animals is like life and you've got to struggle for your life you know like and that's sort of also the reason why Gundam you know, doesn't just surrender him. It's the reason it's given for Gundam not just surrendering himself at the beginning of the trial and being because like, yep, every, it was yeah, me. everything has to be a fight for survival. Right. Like that's yeah, the only way you could justify life. Right. Yeah. So if he were, you know, he would be besmirching it, too, if he just gave up on life. You know, even though he's protecting us, you know, he still wants to struggle in advance, you know. Mm-hmm. And I think that is, you know, again, credit to Kaz, because I think this is another he successfully squeezes in another like uh, good full like spin on the same philosophy that kind of undergirds all of these games where it's just like you, you gotta just keep going you know like you, you yeah. gotta like you know fighting despair you know 
you just can't stop moving. You can't just like let things happen to you. You know, you have to do the best you can and kind of like stay active and just that's the only way you're going to like overcome things. And, you know, um, Gundam immediately gets murdered in one of the like funniest, cutest and like kind of very sad executions. It's, <laughs> like, it's a great execution. Like, the execution <laughs> for Gundam is like he basically draws like his own, you know, magic arc around himself as 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 a bunch of uh, a bunch of uh, animals are driven towards him by Monokuma um, and he's given like he basically he he lets his four dark devas sit to the side so they don't die uh, is instantly gored by the bulls mm-hmm. and is able to even give a kind of like I love you uh, nod to the devas before he dies it's very funny. Mm-hmm. It's fantastic. Um, and it's, it's very sad, too, because, of course, the Davis lose their friend and uh, and master. Yeah, it's, it's a it's a real fucking tragedy. The 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 jumpy. Uh, I, I'm trying to remember their names. It's like jumpy uh, something. So they're, they're very fucking stupid. And they're also a reference to something that I'm not remembering right now. There's a uh, there's a if anyone was worried there wouldn't be another reference to a game that Kaz's friend made uh made at some point uh there is good news uh they do have uh clearly a reference and I haven't even played these games but I know it's a reference to it to um uh Zero Escape uh yes. in, in in the mini game the mini game is is as zero escape as you could possibly want oh, to yeah. be the no, escape room yeah, it's definitely yeah. He does a like a zero escape homage in the final dead room, um, which is by the way, that's like exactly what like zero escape is. Is just like d- doing that. They're awesome games. I it really may like have them. the dumbest puzzle I've seen in these games, which is like yeah. it's this game where uh, you get these. You have to come up with numbers based on a chart you're given and a series of uh, flashing lights on a uh, on a code screen. I think that's like literally from nine nine nine. Like it's I think awful. that's literally it's, a puzzle, a puzzle in nine nine. Yeah. Because like it's it's like Monami's like, oh, it's like Othello. I can't I can't play Othello. I'm terrible at this. And and of course Nikita's like, shut up. It's not Othello. It's it's telling us the code. And so initially you're like, okay, well the first thing will be the first number. The second will be the second. The third will be the third. Um, and then you could look at the code list and it's like, well none of these particularly add up. So what you have to do instead. <laughs> layer them on top of each other and then look for the on and off switches down vertically so the first category of number is the the first set of lights second is the second set of lights through the entire sequence and like i i i just looked it up i was like this makes no sense and when i looked it up it's like i'm a bit furious that this is <laughs> what what are you doing what what is your plan here it's um i mean there's there's a ton of stuff there's also uh very good when gundam and uh, nekamaru are uh, squaring off in the flashback there's a jojo reference uh it's the oh you're approaching me dio um, oh okay <laughs> yeah kind of they're both posed like that which is uh probably one of the most famous uh manga panels um oh think, yeah the, the 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 like the sha 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 like yeah the menacing people. yeah yeah they do they do they do uh, a lot of that but I, I think what's like very like interesting about this one is like um in a lot of ways like i i think gundam is just so like charismatic like gundam's like was like one of my favorite um, characters like I, I think I'd, I ranked all my characters across like all the games I think I had Gundam fourth <laughs> I mean I get it like he's, yeah. he's a he's a really I think especially in this chapter like he's such a yeah. he's such a doofus through like through the first bit of the game and like you know totally he's he's kind of like you're kind of like oh what a try hard like good guy's kind of like kind of like a weirdo mm-hmm. um but like particularly in this one where he like he never gives up the bit, but it's it's also a very like wholesome approach to things. Like where he's like he's basically taking the lessons of of um of uh shonen manga and like really living them in his own mm-hmm. life where he's like, No, life is life is meant to be to be cherished and, and fought for because uh, if we if we aren't fighting for life then 
we, uh, we, we, we've, we've given up. We've, we've become, uh, we've become soulless. And it's like, mm-hmm. yeah, you know, I, I too have watched, uh, Dragon Ball Z. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> but like, it, it is like, it, what's, what's cool about, what's cool about the way Gundam does it is like, it's, it's when he's being, you know, tried for murder essentially. And at the end, he's just like, he's like, no, like, feel free to execute me. Like, that's the whole point of this. But, you know the 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 reason we the reason um he says that he and Nekamaru fought was because like they both recognized the need to fight like they recognized the need to sort of square off against each other and like and and use fighting as a as an affirmation and like to see you know it is it is kind of silly but like also to see that as something that is you know taken seriously on on whatever level is 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 clever i mean since like that's so trite when like most high school kids would say it um it's really interesting to see it said and also like okay yeah like this guy's being totally serious about this yeah yeah exactly because that's the I think just my my thing with Gundam is that what i like here is that like Gundam is it, uh, yeah, like you said, like he's like a teenager where he's like, you know, you sort of you find your identity and you just kind of like lean into it, you know, when mm-hmm. you're a teenager, you know what I'm saying? You're just kind of aping what you think other things should be. And Gundam kind of just always does that, in, you know, like he's always sort of in character and he never like lets that drop mm-hmm. in spite of the fact that like. You know, even at the very end, he's like laughing and saying that he's going to the gates of hell. Like, like yeah, you know, exactly. looks like I've purchased myself a ticket to the one way ticket to the gates of hell. Yeah. yeah he's, he's like telling Sonia not to cry and saying like that he's, you know, going to, you know, do this. But I, I think I, I think what's like really profound about like the, the Gundam thing and kind of the the, the struggle here and like Nekamaru too, you know these are two like pretty affable characters. Like this, this one is like this trial is like the exact opposite of like Chapter Three, which was just weird, didn't really seem to have any point, and uh, I had no idea what was going on. This one is like two guys, you know, that squared like you know put in a very bad circumstance where somebody had to do something. And they just have to sort of, um, you know, Gundam and Nekumaru kind of take that struggle to survive. Um, you know, they take that challenge head on and like one of yeah. them loses. Um, and this is, you know, getting back to your point, like, I feel like everyone wouldn't be like Akane essentially forgives <laughs> Gundam yeah, like, like, like before they even like leave, like his body's cold. Like they're like, yeah, I, I don't know, man. Like, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like it's. It, it goes to it goes to sort of it speaks to the the way that I don't know it speaks to the the, the sincerity in Gundam's uh, uh, actions in a certain way the idea that like yeah look like Nekamaru uh, so so like valued the, the 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 I don't know like the brotherhood of striving for life or whatever that we have to. We have to, you know, value it ourselves. And in fact, like the the way that we can show our, you know, tr- God, like reverence for life is by uh, is by like constantly fighting for it and never, never surrendering. Um, and mm-hmm. like, it's of course, like <laughs> it goes back to. Um, Hajime saying like maybe we should just starve to death. <laughs> yeah, right, right. <laughs> very, very funny sort of over Hajime is like, oh, I, I guess I said something like that. Um, but like it is, it is this moment where you know it's so trite and so ridiculous that I think anyone would be like, what the hell are you talking about? You didn't have to kill people for this, right? Um, but like because it's a sincerely felt belief, it it comes off in like a very a very real way, and I think, like, you know, within the plot of the game, it makes total sense to forgive Gundam, and it's mm-hmm. it's another way that Danganronpa is not like a, a a realistic game, and like has never really tried to be a realistic game. Yeah. Um, it's it's doing it's it's making a point of sorts. It's not trying to actually like tell a story where it's like, yeah, like this this really happened. Um, 
Yeah, yeah it's it's more like emotional, like, you, you know, like the, the gist, you know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Like, yeah. like, like it makes you feel things by, by giving you the gist of something, you know, like and, yeah. and I think that that is, um, you know, it's not one to one. Like, I think the game's meta personality, like having all of these references, all of these jokes, all of these little things kind of helps it stay in that space where it's like, you know, this is like, uh, you know, hyper reality. You know what I'm saying? Like, this is not, uh, you know, a super realistic game. Right. But there's also rules laid out for it. You know what I'm saying? Like there is, you know, there are rules governing this space, but it's not like a one to one in terms of like realism. This is like some sort of uh, alternative uh, alternate reality that is sort of, you know, at the end of the day, sort of driving what again? And, and I'm, I'm going to sound like a broken record every time I say this: a pretty clear ideological project <laughs> that, that like has has in mind about like the worst thing you can do in the world is like give up. And you know these, I think he sees deaths of despair as something that are, um, fixable in society. And like I, I really think that these games are sort of. Designed to make you like in a very silly and weird way, like think about like you know life's like not over just because things are bad. You know what I'm saying? Like you know you it's like a hundred different ways of reinforcing, you know, and that's that's what we talked about this at the end of Danganronpa One. But I I really because sometimes games will be like, yeah, look, turns out it wasn't that bad, you know, like, mm-hmm. and, and that's not a very compelling message because a lot of times when things go wrong, like it is, it that, is bad. that bad. Yeah, yeah exactly. And I, I, I think like, I think the other thing about, about what's, what's cool about these kinds of chapters, particularly in terms of like, okay, like we're, we're dealing with a really, really bad situation that like no one is happy with. And, and it's like, it's very upsetting. Um, like I think you know you can you can draw a number of like very realistic storyline reasons for this, particularly like oh well mm-hmm. you know they're teens and so like teens act out and they have big emotions or whatever or they're in a terrible situation so they're acting out and they're they're sort of like they're not acting in the way they normally would or whatever but like imagining this as a sort of like emotional roadmap where it's like okay like we're going to draw these characters out larger than life so we can make a bigger point about this stuff like I, I it is. Like the, even like being so on the nose with Hajime being like, yeah, like you know, <laughs> you know, maybe we should just starve instead. Wouldn't wouldn't that be nice if we starved? <laughs> like mm-hmm. that that being sort of like so 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 on the nose is, um, you know, it it makes a, a very specific point that has nothing to do with, um, you know, what would what would these people really do in this situation. Um, and I, you know, I really think that's to its credit. I think like the the fact that we're sort of like given this fun house and all the mysteries and stuff makes it a really neat locked room mystery, right? Like mm-hmm. the the fact that we're asked to sort of like imagine, like, okay, what would you do in a situation where you can have like you know new interesting uh, information about the terrible shadowy organization that's fighting you, but you have to trust the the you know maniacal little bear or whatever it's it's all stuff that like you know it it meshes this like well what would you do if you were in the murder game which is you know why we watch horror movies and stuff with this very clear claim right where it's like you know the what you cannot do in the horror movie is give up hope like you can never do that that's like that's never okay um, and everyone in the game basically will at some point look at the camera and be like, the main thing I did wrong was give up hope or the main thing anyone cannot do is give up hope. Right. Right. Yeah. You can't, you can't do this. You can't give up hope or like, yeah, exactly. And I, I think that, you know, we're getting there. This is the start of like the roller coaster, like ramp up to, you know, the chapter six. Like we're getting a lot more like mainline story over this like next two. Oh, yeah. I mean, chapters. Even, even like, yeah. You know, this one even has after being such a long chapter. And, and for anyone who doesn't understand why it's a long chapter, I mean, you're, you're introduced to the fun, the, the theme park. Um, you're then introduced to the roller coaster. Everyone rides the roller coaster. Then you're introduced to the fun house. Everyone agrees to go to the fun house. Um, then everyone's gassed and, and knocked out. And, uh, and then Gundam 
or not Gundam, then uh, Nekamaru explains what's new about him as a robot. And then everyone has to starve for a while. Mm-hmm. Everyone has to go to Monokuma Taichi. Yeah, Only did. then is, mm-hmm. is Nekamaru killed. And then after that, you have to play as uh, as Nagito to, to find out like the, the, the dreadful secret of the funhouse. And I'm making it sound tedious, but it's actually really cool. Like, I think I think the whole thing's great. Like, I think it's really fun the way that yeah. they draw everything out. I, I was definitely I remember this chapter being really long, but I remember being like less annoyed with it than I was for, like some of the other chapters. Oh, yeah, I was. Like, yeah. I felt like everything was kind of new. The only mm-hmm. thing that got annoying was like <laughs> after after you realize like, oh, the secret of the of, of these two areas, because the funhouse has two areas, the strawberry area and the grape area. And initially it's like, oh, they're connected by the same central tower. Like, that's, you know, stupid and obvious. And then it, it ends up being like, no, 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 no. It's not. It, that, that's not how it works. It actually is that um, the, the the grape section is on top of the strawberry or vice versa. The, the strawberry section is on top of the grape section. Mm-hmm. And it's like, OK, right on. Uh, that that totally makes sense. So the, you, you've been drawn as a diagram. It's really good. I totally get it. And then they're like, but what if we explained even more why, why this was the case? Like, what if how? How can someone uh, get from point A to point B within the scope of the grape house as we've laid it out? And it's like, guys, I don't, I don't need this part. Like, we can, we can. Yeah, I was gonna part. say the, 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 the number of time if you like took us uh, like one sip of beer, like let's say a tenth of an ounce of beer every time some somebody in this chapter said uh, grape house or strawberry house you would be, you would essentially be doing a case race over yeah, the you would die you would die from uh, from alcohol poisoning so much faster than you want to admit like it, yeah it, it, it's, it's, it would be it would be so quick uh, like yeah that should be the new power hour you should just have to have to play this and do that shot game like yeah. it, it it's great. Like it's it's cool. Like I, I definitely enjoyed it, and it was it was fun to, it was fun to watch them kind of like piece it together and all. But there definitely could have been like, and, and part of this is because this is the Nagato chapter where he's like, he's like, yeah, I, I hate how you all can't think for yourselves and have to have to rely on others telling you everything. So the game can't tell you everything because then it would be it wouldn't be following its own its own guidelines. Um, yeah. But it would have been nice for someone to be like, ah, so here's how it works. <laughs> like, yeah, Jackie yeah. could have stepped in and been like, here's how the yeah. the basic structure of this house works. Yeah, we've we've lost Nagito as like a a, a baseline. You know, our our bailout. He's our Biakia, and now we we've, we're really relying on Chiakia in the Kyoko role at this point. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. No, absolutely, and like. Nagato also trying to be the Kyoko role makes that very, very messy. Like, Chiaki is not as helpful in this chapter as a result, mm-hmm. uh, which yeah, is she- fine. Like, no no shade to Chiaki. I was glad she was there. Uh, but she she sort of is, like, disturbed by this whole thing, and, and it doesn't – she doesn't add a lot. Um, it's, it's much more – it's much more the Nagito story. So uh, going into uh, – heading heading into Chapter 5 here, do you have any, uh, like, thoughts, pr- predictions – Anything I've, I've I've hyped this chapter significantly for you. Oh yeah, well I mean everyone everyone kind of I mean like mm-hmm. I don't read Danganronpa Press because uh, because I, I think all the fans are are degenerates and mm-hmm. uh, correct. correct should be in jail. Uh, <laughs> yes, agreed. Totally myself agreed. included. Uh, agreed. At this point. Yeah, yep. yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, also the reason I don't read that is because um, I um, I like. Uh, know that I will be immediately spoiled for anything that yes. comes up later on in the game so I read nothing yes. um, yeah. and uh, by the way V3 is also incredibly easy to spoil if you like Google like anything <laughs> oh yeah no I Google nothing like I'm, I'm yeah. pretty sure in Googling like I had forgotten mm-hmm. like how chapter uh, like, I was trying to remember how chapter 2 worked in this game I was like because they were talking Nagito was like talking about the similarities he was like the, the second case revealed a serial killer and I was like well yeah there was there was uh, Jack but like wh- genocide Jack but like who was the other one and I was like oh yeah like the the mass killer like divine justice or what I was like oh god how did that work and that was Pecco and I was looking mm-hmm. it up and 
immediately I think I spoiled something for myself, although I'm not entirely sure and I wouldn't, I'm not worried about it, but like, mm-hmm. it was one of those things where I was like, there is like 800,000 things you can <laughs> spoil about this game just by Googling well, it's, like, it's like so- three characters. <laughs> Yeah, it's it's so impossible to like, and you, like I'm trying to like pitch people on like how, like what it's about and like how it works, and I like can't no. say anything like about it. It's I can't tell anyone. Game. I mean, that's all you can say. You can give you can give the Monokuma spiel. Yeah, I, I like can't get to the end. Of it. It's like yeah, no, you have to understand. This is a game about like not killing yourself. Like, <laughs> like I mean, this this man wrote three games about why you shouldn't kill yourself, and it's uh, <laughs> and also they're the most important visual novels I've played. Uh, no. Yeah, no, it's 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 like I I think like you know insofar as I know some of the 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 fan uh, sentiment about these games. Um, I, I've also seen this, this chapter hyped quite a bit. Um, yeah, it's, I, it's pretty universally considered the best chapter in the game. And I, I'd probably stick by that. Definitely of the like middle chapter, like the non chapter I mean, six. It's wild to see yeah. it not be chapter six. Cause that seems yeah. to be like the easy consensus. But, yeah. um, I think, I mean, I, uh, predictions, I'm not sure. Like, I, I don't feel comfortable predicting a, a death. I'm all, I'm almost at the point where I'm thinking we're going to get another, although this wouldn't make it universally loved, so probably not, but almost get a uh, Mukuro Ikasaba uh, body. Problem. Nekubaru is back. They brought <laughs> Nekubaru's body back. Unfortunately, uh, some. Somehow, uh, Mukuro Ikasaba overturned. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> My friend made a really good reverie. Ah, fuck, I can't do it. The, the, the trails, there's a really funny trails to reverie joke oh, that he made. There's a similar, there's a character that's somehow, so God, it's overturned. I love, I love that stupid joke premise. It's uh, so that's awesome. Um, it's just how disgusted everyone looks when they say But yeah, it's it's like it's it's um I, I think like I think you know we we I was wondering if we'd get the the Muko Ikasaba like oh wow like this person just got totally blown up and it looks like it's a classmate we didn't even know was here. Um mm. I don't think that's gonna be the case. I, I'm 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 fairly confident we're not gonna get that, but I have no guess on body except maybe I could see Nagito dying in this chapter um, as a mm-hmm. way of, of preserving the mystery. Um, I am unsure if, uh, you know, who would kill him or how the mystery then would, you know, be unveiled anyway, because I think it will be. Mm-hmm. Um I don't know. I, I think I do think we're going to get a lot more about what's in the binder. I predict, and this is this is my bold prediction. I predict okay. that we will find out that uh, uh, Hajime is not exactly what uh, Nagito has has told us. That uh, that that in fact okay. he he has a different sort of skill set as opposed to just being a reserve. He might be a reserve student, but in fact, like. Mm-hmm. There will be more about him in the in the in the book that that we have okay. not been told. Um, that's my I only like real it. like bold prediction. I think uh, I like it. I like thanks. it. Yeah, I think that's I think that's a great one. Uh, turns out uh, you're wrong. Uh, Kazuichi Soda is the mastermind. So <laughs> uh, I, hate, I hate to spoil you on that, but uh, <laughs> I would love if Kazuichi Soda was the mastermind. <laughs> wait, 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 so, Miss Sonia? <laughs> God, that he and Hero, uh, what, what, I, what I power ranked, I went through, what did I do? I did 64, because I think I think you did like 50. There was a way I broke it down, but I was able to do like a uh, March Madness style bracket. And, yeah, I was going to uh, say, you were trying to do some March Madness. Yeah, I was doing chaos. a ringer. I work for the ringer.com. Um, and, uh, <laughs> you essentially do, as you are essentially Bill Simmons. Yeah, and I uh, we, we that was the easiest um, thing was putting uh, Hero and Kazuichi as my, my bottom two. Wait, wait, wait! <laughs> they they stink so bad. That's that's the that's the good thing about V three. There's no um, 
Yeah, you know, like the 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 one two the one two three punch of Gundam, um, Chiaki and Nagito is hard to top. And oh, um, they're all great. They're so good. V three does have my favorite character, who I think is a little better than Nagito. Um, but uh, that is not a popular opinion. A lot of people like Nagito better. But um, I mean, I I think I'll like Nagito better. I don't know how you how you top Nagito. Um, he's he's really good. <laughs> yes, he's. He's really good. Our our little devil. Our little devil. He's so great. Like I love Mm -hmm. I I love I love his his bizarre sense of of justice. Um No, I I, yeah, I I don't know. Like I I think the uh I'm glad I did one one meet and greet with with Kazuichi. I think it was kind of interesting. You learn a little about his mom and stuff, and it's like there's some interesting stuff there, but like, yeah, for the most part, he's completely useless. Mm-hmm. Uh, I wish, I wish Terry Teru had been around a little longer because I think he would have been more noxious than than Kazuichi, and that would have been helpful uh, mm-hmm. to the plot. Uh, but yeah, I mean, just just a kind of a useless mm-hmm. character, um, not mm-hmm. not the best. That said, um, we we will. I, 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 we will be back for what I think will be the most listened to um, episode of wow. the pod next week. Bold, uh, bold, bold claim. It will be next week. Just like, just don't worry. It's, it's, that, yeah. That's true. That's uh, true. Uh, won't, there's no way. There's no way we'll we'll get bogged down. And no, uh, no. that never happens. Um, yeah, there's never no happen. NBA news, so Sam won't have to uh, podcast on that. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm pretty sure. Uh, yep. Nope. We're, uh, we're having no, no podcast. I actually am doing another, uh, extra podcast this week. <laughs> I, I knew you were. <laughs> no, yeah. no, I think, I think anyone. So one of the funny things I've found, um, it, it, this is going to sound like I'm, I'm longtime listeners would, would know I'd never do this, but this will sound like I'm, I'm being underconfident about my own work. Um, and I promise that's not the case. I, I am actually just kind of like surprised by it. Uh, not a lot of my friends listen, like real life friends listen to my podcast. And that's fine. It's mm-hmm. a very uh, particular podcast. Like I, I do like one of the guys I used to work with, uh, who's a really, really good guy, Dan Conrad, um, friend of mine, will will sometimes be like, hey, like I know I, I listened to your podcast the other day about like X, like, the, you know, I this I thought that was interesting, like. I, I've I've started like I've started looking at like this and, and sometimes that'll be fun. But like I get why people don't listen to my podcast. It's fine. I have like I have I have no real problem with it. It's a niche concept. But it is funny being like like I'll mention my podcast with Sam and be like, oh, yeah, like, I, you know, I, I do a podcast with one of the guys from the, you know, ball podcast or we'll be talking about the Sixers and I'll be like, oh, yeah, like. You know, I there's a funny story about about one of the people who who run that, like I'm friends with those guys, and inevitably, recently people have been like, "Oh, I love that podcast. That's <laughs> a good podcast. Well, like, go. I, I've been listening to that podcast. Let's uh, go. Yeah, big big hit with the with the people. Um, Trill and Sam do good work, uh, and and yeah, they're gonna. They, we, they're, we, they're, we are the ultimate 9-11 uh, sports podcast. If you uh, if if we had a talent, like a hopes peak talent, yeah, it's the yeah, ultimate nine eleven podcaster, ult- ultimate sickos, ultimate. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, you, you kind of are the ultimate Celtics fan. Um, I, I I am in, in lots of bad ways. <laughs> I will say Tilly saw a. Um, Oh, but but my only reason for saying that is Sam will have other co- other commitments, but we'll bring him back here. Don't worry. Uh, yeah. To to the first and, and truest um, uh, podcast he's a part of. Uh, but the um, I will say Tilly uh, saw um, a Celtics uh, sticker on someone's car and, uh, and and was like, "What is that? Why is it Irish?" And I was like. I was like, oh, it's 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 a basketball team. It's the Celtics. Like, that's their logo. And she's like, well, I don't like that. She's like, it, it's an Irish thing. It feels like they're taking it. Like, that's not okay. That's <laughs> absolutely right, Tilly. Yeah, this, 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 is, this is absolutely true. She has, a, she has a very good friend who's Irish, like from Ireland, Irish. So I think oh, she's okay. very she's very sensitive to that being like a good friend. And I was like, listen, like it's it's okay. <laughs> I thought, I thought she was being sensitive to it, like like my grandfather. <laughs> no, no. She, uh, she, why 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 are they making us look like that? We don't look like that. What? I look like a cartoon. 
<laughs> no, we, we do have a little Irish in our family, but not nearly the the, the amount of Irish that uh, that I think would be necessary to be offended by themselves. <laughs> um, but no, she. I think she was offended on, on her friend's behalf and was like, oh, come on. Like, they should be more respectful to the Irish. Like, all right, yes. Tilly, let's go. That's absolutely right, Tilly. Okay. She should move to Boston. Yeah. She, yeah. They, they did love, we were just in Vermont this last week. They did love Vermont enough that uh, I think both children would love to move there and, like, live in the, live in, live in the blissful uh, harmony of nature that is, that is Vermont. Um, mm-hmm. Unfortunately, as all people who live in Pennsylvania, they will be forced to uh, move here one day. Um Mm-hmm. It is. It is the horrible. Uh, you know, it's what it's what we have. Um, you know, it, basically, we gave up. It was. It was a. It was a bad deal with a demon, and and that's just how it goes. Yeah, you have to live in 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 the. Uh, it's Sylvania. It's right in there. It's right yeah. in the title. Sylvania. You know, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Ter- terrible demon. Um, but yeah, no. I think. I think. Um, I don't know. I'm. I'm excited. I'm excited. I'm hoping we get to it next week because I am excited to do more. Sam, we—I I do want to let you go, but I also want—we uh, did all our banter pre-recording, which is a really good way of uh, getting the audience invested in a parasocial way. Um, mm-hmm. Just another one of my brilliant marketing techniques. The—I um, <laughs> am curious. What have you? What have you been doing recently? What? Are, what sort of like sick stuff uh, have you been doing that the that the listeners would love to listen, hear about? Um, yeah, I mean, we, uh, you know, I, like, as Trevor said, you can tune into the, you know, ball podcast. I've, uh, finished up, uh, trails into reverie, uh, from, uh, the latest entry in the no. legend of heroes trails. Now that's not what I heard. <laughs> I heard that uh, you did not finish. Up trails. <laughs> uh, so I, I'm not, so I did finish like the main part of the game, but okay, there's like a okay. super secret. There's like a triple secret ending. I'm like working on. That's like very annoying. Anyway. Um, not not the best trails entry. Um, a lot of the modern ones are not. All the good ones are the older games. But hey, um, it's still a pretty good series. Um, also, uh, if you want to, you can come fight me and my nephew. I just got a new nephew. Um, oh, don't he, don't do it. This is the- yeah. He's it's like a mech battle, you know. When I like put him on my chest, it's like so. It's kind of it's kind of like I'm a Gundam and he's the pilot, you know. So we're we're looking for another mech um, uncle nephew tandem to scrap with. Um, yeah, if you if you have if you have a nephew you'd like to test out um, mm-hmm. in terms of their skills in battle. Yeah, if they're a good pilot, you know, like, like, like you know, you need to be a good Gundam pilot. If you have a hero Yui nephew that you think could, uh, you know, come up against <laughs> us, uh, you know, lock him in and, uh, you know, come square up and we'll have our uh, nephew uncle Gundam battle. I just warn you, Sam's nephew is uh, is like a master of the circus. Uh, mm-hmm. it, it will not go well for you. You will have little spit ups flying true. at you in the in the most amazing arcs you've you've ever seen mm-hmm. um uh yeah no I'm, I'm glad it sounds like sounds like you're it sounds like you're thriving um yes. i like to believe you're thriving i'm i'm i'm, I'm thriving as best i can we're, i uh we're reading a lot of fantasy books now what does that mean is that good parasocial that who knows but i am reading a lot of fantasy books as well, what so. fantasy books are you reading Today we're watching, uh, I just finished the second in the uh, Mistborn series, uh, Don't Judge Me, uh, I'm Becoming Sanderson Pilled Against My Will, uh, <laughs> but I am, I did just start, uh, I always fuck up the title of the book, uh, Red Seas Under Red Skies, which is the second in the Loch Lamora books by Scott Lynch. Uh, okay. First Loch Lamora book, really good. I've heard this second one is pretty good too. Um, now, as an Irishman, are you allowed to read Scottish fiction? Uh, you, you know, it's frowned upon, I would say, but I just have to, like, you know, I just have to not let everyone know that I've, uh, you know, let a Scot um, <laughs> read words written by a Scot, you know, and then yeah. sometimes, you know, you can get kind of a workaround if it was, like, translated by us. So it's not an Englishman, you know, like, yeah. that's why it's why Harry Potter's off the table. <laughs> Because that's by reason. far the most problematic thing about uh, J.K. Yeah. Rowling is that she's English, right? <laughs> I mean, is there anything else? Is there anything else she's been? Is she's a dollar like, about? I feel or? like she, it, it, it's become so synonymous at this point that we can uh, 
probably say that it, it's it's similar. Like it, it basically <laughs> turf, is the same thing. Turf fiction. Yeah, I think like I think if if you if you say you're British, people are go oh mm-hmm. one of those huh one of the, one of those turfs. Uh, Mm-hmm. Yeah, yep. no, yeah, exactly. She, she just did it with her, uh, with, with like by, by becoming one of the most beloved children's mm-hmm. offer, and then not tripling down on be, becoming one of the biggest tramps subs ever. Very it's pretty cool awesome. Stuff. Yeah, very cool from her. Yeah, I, I, all, all power to J.K. Rowling for being uh, one of the biggest idiots of all time, uh, biggest bigot, but also somehow. Capable of of dropping the bag in in the most fantastical way possible. Yeah. Um, yep. g- good on you. Uh, we love it for. Not Kaz though. Kaz, our 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 person learning, learning and growing king. Um, mm-hmm. Although I don't anticipate any more trans dialogue in this uh, in in this game. Uh, maybe I'm wrong. Mm-hmm. We'll have to see. Uh, yep, yeah, I'm gonna be. I'm looking forward to it. We're You're gonna, we, are we, you gonna we, are you gonna stay mum on that? Oh man, now I'm really curious. Um, I'm, I'm, in any case, Sam, thanks for I'm, being here, and yes. I will talk to you next week. All right, later, brother. Hey, thanks for listening to No Cartridge. If you'd like to support us further, please consider going to patreoncom cartridge or for a one-time donation, PayPal.me/slash. Hegelbon, H-E-G-E-L-B-O-N. It's really, really helpful for all of us to be able to support uh, the many people who make the show, uh, you know, myself included, but also our producers and various co-hosts um, and, and writers and artists. Thank you so much for listening. Please remember to like, subscribe, share, any of those things that would let other people get the quality video game analysis that you've grown accustomed to.